Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of Stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Folks, it has been a week. Man, it has been a week and a half. You get a week and a half in just a few days. What I'm talking about is I have lived a week and a half in just a week's time. Um, As you are listening to this, it is the anniversary. It's been five years since I have moved to Maine. And just thinking about everything that has happened in five years, but in the past few days, as I record this, I went out for a walk with my wife on Saturday. Right before we went, I was feeling a little unsteady on my feet, so I have a walking stick that I took with me just in case I was feeling unsteady. And We were gone for about 15 minutes, and when I came back, used the restroom, and then I just could not get warm. I just was freezing. So I said, I'm going to, you know, lie down for a while. And I did that and just could not get warm and took my temperature and it was 100.8 and I had coughing and all that. And at this point with my job and everything, we took um, some precautions and those precautions went into place. Well, then on Sunday, My wife and I then had to go for a COVID test. And thankfully, it was the rapid test uh, for that, as well as for influenza A and B. And thankfully, they were both negative on that. But that is an uncomfortable test. And with the rapid test now, all they have to do is the little swab up each nostril, not the deep, penetrating one that you have seen. But it was uncomfortable. And my wife's like, you should be fine. It's just, you've got large nostrils. My wife always tells me I have large nostrils. Large nostrils are not, it is not a great test. I could not even imagine the longer probe that they would have to do. I think I would punch a wall. But that was uncomfortable to me. But thankfully, both negative, I have an upper respiratory infection, which is not great. Still don't feel the greatest, but thankfully it is not COVID or the flu, which I was worried about. But we are also in Halloween time, Halloween, the spooky season. And if you have Halloween rituals that you do, I hope you're able to do at least some of them. I know there's not really any trick-or-treating this year, my mom is putting together little goodie bags for her grandchildren, my niece and my two nephews, and they're going to do that because nobody's really doing trick-or-treating where they live. We had a wonderful trick-or-treating route that we took when I was a kid. There was not really a lot of trick-or-treating done in my town. We went to our neighbor's house, and then we would get in the car, go to my grandparents' house, and then 
go to one town, do trick-or-treating there, you know, go by the church, go by the, the minister's house. And we would go then to another town where my aunts lived, my uncles lived, and go through their neighborhood. And we'd always end up Ridgecrest Drive. And it's a long drive up this hill. And then this street just curves around. There's a house at the end, but it doesn't go anywhere. So it's like a dead end street. And then you curve back around. And you'd go up, you'd work the right hand side up to the end of the street. Then when it would curve back around, you'd work the other side of the street. So I'm young. I'm very young. My older sister, this is before my younger sister was born. My older sister is two years older than I am. And I have an aunt that's five years older than I am. We all kind of grew up together. So I'm at the most five probably. And so that would make my sister seven, my aunt 10. We're all in the back seat of this car. My mom is driving. My uncle is in the passenger seat. And I'm going to change some names around here. We get to the top. So we're about in the middle of Ridgecrest Drive. We're going from town to town. And there's this man that has a mask on. uh, Character mask on. And he is putting candy into people's bags. And just saying something like, you know, Happy Halloween. Very creepy. So we finish at a house. We go to get in the car. I'm... We all get in, so I get in on the one side, and I slide all the way across so that I'm sitting against, I'm leaned up against the other door. My sister's in the middle. My aunt is then on the other end of me. My sister's in the middle of us. The man, like, almost gets in the car in order to put candy in each of our bags and just says, Halloween, happy Halloween, like that. And so somebody says, who is that? You, you don't need to be doing that. And the man just never acknowledges anyone. And somebody says, oh, that's Mr. Green. That's got to be Mr. Green. Mr. Green, stop. Stop. You're scaring people, Mr. Green. Mr. Green, stop it. And then Mr. Green speaks up saying, that's not me. And you look and Mr. Green is by his house. And the man just calmly walks away. And it's almost as if the farther he gets into the shadows, he disappears. To this day, no one knows who that man was. It was the creepiest thing ever in my life. And like I said, I'm at most five. And so that's 37 years ago. Now, still have have never forgotten it. But all that being said, today we are in the Halloween mode. As we flash back and we are looking at the Saturday night's main event from November 1985. This was Saturday night's main event number three was shown on NBC on November the 2nd, 1985. It was recorded October 31st, 1985 from the Hershey Park Arena in Hershey, Pennsylvania. The show drew a 6.3 rating on NBC. Mean Gene Oakland and Bobby Heenan talk about the matches and challenges coming up tonight. Hulk Hogan says he and Andre the Giant 
will take on Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy and demolish them. Jesse Ventura is with Roddy Piper dressed as Super Rod. They talk about Piper interrupting the wedding at the last Saturday night's main event and the fact that the hillbillies are going to be on Piper's pit. Mean Gene talks to Jimmy Hart and Terry Funk. Funk talks about taking on the junkyard dog. Funk then spits tobacco juice on the camera. We then go to our opening credits. Vince McMahon welcomes us and runs down that night's card as they show shots of people dressed up for Halloween in the crowd. He then brings Jesse Ventura on, decked out in his peacock garb. Jesse talks about the wedding that was on the last Saturday night's main event. They flash back to Terry Funk beating up Mel Phillips, but we didn't know that that was supposed to be a good thing then. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, look up Mel Phillips. That is M-E-L-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. Mel Phillips. Mean Gene talks to Jimmy Hart and Terry Funk. They say that what happened to Phillips will be nothing compared to what they are going to do to JYD. Flashback to Funk attacking JYD with his branding iron. Mean Gene talks to JYD. He says every dog has its day, and today is his day. The Junkyard Dog versus Terry Funk with Jimmy Hart. JYD attacks before the bell. He posts Funk on the top rope. Funk rolls out to regroup. Funk misses an elbow. JYD dumps him outside. Back in, JYD slams Funk and headbutts him several times. Funk rolls out again. JYD chant goes out. Hart trips JYD, who then chases Hart. Funk comes out to help Hart and gets dropped by JYD. Funk grabbing JYD when they get back into the ring. Funk gets a sleeper on as the JYD chant goes out again. JYD reverses the sleeper. Hart gets up on the apron and JYD comes over and drags him in. The ref gets distracted by this and Funk comes from behind and nails JYD with Hart's megaphone. He then gets the pin and the crowd is upset. Funk and Hart attempt to brand JYD. He catches the brand though. JYD nails Funk with the iron and knocks out Hart. As Funk pulls Hart out of the ring, JYD pulls Hart's pants off. JYD then brands Hart. Mean Gene MCs the Halloween pie-eating contest between Lou Albano and King Kong Bundy. Bobby Heenan's team versus Lou Albano's team. Heenan's team is Randy Savage as Tarzan, Elizabeth as Jane, Nikolai Volkov as Robin, Iron Sheik as Batman, Bobby Heenan as Davy Crockett, and King Kong Bundy as Abe Lincoln. Lou Albano's team, Hulk Hogan as Hercules, the Hillbillies as the Three Musketeers, Tito Santana as Zorro, and Captain Lou Albano as Julius Caesar. It's very messy. Albano is eventually declared the winner. We then go to flashback to Roddy Piper interrupting Uncle Elmer's wedding. We have Piper's pit in the ring with the Hillbillies. Piper insults the hillbillies to start. They start to get angry and warn Piper. They stand up to Piper but also call out Jesse Ventura, who then leaves the booth and confronts the hillbillies. Piper and Bob Orton trip Cousin Junior and then they start to brawl. The heels bail, but the hillbillies get Jesse's hat and stomp on it. We then go to our second game, 
Game number two, the pumpkin dunk. Bobby Heenan versus Cousin Junior. 200 pounds of chocolate syrup with pumpkins in there. JYD is dressed as a mummy as Savage holds the bag for Heenan and JYD for Junior. Heenan gets seven, Junior gets four. So it's Albano one, Heenan one, and the rubber match comes later. Mean Gene interviews Bobby Heenan, King Kong Bundy, and Big John Studd. They say they are unbeatable and unstoppable. They then head to the ring. Mean Gene interviews Lou Albano, Hulk Hogan, and Andre the Giant. They say enough of the nonsense. They are the real deal. Andre says enough talk. It's time for action. Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant with Lou Albano versus King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd with Bobby Heenan. A weasel chant breaks out in the crowd as the faces come out. The music has been replaced with Real American. Hogan and Bundy start back and forth. They shove each other and a shoulder block has no effect on Bundy. So Hogan with a knee, then he tries a body slam, but can't do it, and Hogan with a right hand. Bundy misses a clothesline, two Hogan right hand, and a clothesline in the corner, tags Andre in. Andre chokes Bundy with his own strap for literally a minute, pissing Jesse off. Then a tag to Hulk and a double axe handle off the middle ropes. Hogan then gets nailed by Stud as he goes after Bundy and that gets the advantage to the heels. Stud tagged in, and he pounds away until Hogan hits an atomic backbreaker and a tag to Andre. Two big chops, then forearms by Andre, but one of them catches the referee. The referee, by the way, is longtime timekeeper at the bell, Mike Mittman. So if you remember the old Allentown tapings, Joe McHugh, Joe McHugh would always talk about, and your timekeeper at the bell, Mike Mittman. So, Hogan and Bundy come in, and we've got a brawl. Joey Morella is in to check on the referee, and the faces drive the heels outside. Back in, and Andre locks a bear hug on Stud, with Morella now the official. Big forearm by Andre. Then Hogan gets a kick in, and then he gets tagged in, and a double chop. Hogan off the ropes, and hits an elbow on Stud then tags Andre, who nails a Bigfoot, knocking Stud outside. Andre goes to the apron after Stud, but Bundy from behind with a right hand gets Andre caught in the ropes. Hogan nails Bundy, then goes after Stud, but he trips him for Bundy's big splash. Then the heels double-team Andre, and the bell rings for the DQ until Hogan from behind nails Bundy as Andre gets free, and Hogan with a Bigfoot on Bundy and clothesline on stud send the heels out. Hogan and Andre win by DQ. Mean Gene interviews Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant in the ring. Andre says he's not done and wants some more. Hogan and Andre tell each other that they will never be beaten. Mean Gene interviews Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth is a little different here and not what we usually see. She's a little more open. Savage says he is ready for Tito Santana. Intercontinental Championship match. Tito Santana versus Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth. Savage is intense. Jesse says Chico, so if you're drinking it at home, you can take a shot. That is hashtag I-Y-D-A-H if you're drinking at home. Savage with a big right hand. Savage comes out hot, but Santana evens things up. Savage with a big double axe handle from the second rope. Savage with a sleeper on. Into a headlock. Santana is fighting out of it. 
Savage with a slam and he goes up. Santana catches him in the midsection coming off. Some jabs and a roundhouse knocks Savage down. Savage bails out and Santana follows. They do a cat and mouse game. They fight on the outside and both get counted out. The crowd boos. Mr. Fuji and Ricky Steamboat are both shown getting ready for their bout. A look at how Roddy Piper celebrates Halloween. Piper has posters of himself all over the place and has huge candies for the kid. Huge candy apples, actually bowling balls, and chocolate bricks, or just bricks. Vince McMahon is there and he calls Piper a native, so he does some dance for a minute. Then kids come and he drops the tricks in the bags on the kids' trees. Well, he did it last year, so the kids put chocolate hot peppers in the bags that drive Piper crazy. Vince McMahon interviews Hulk Hogan, who loved the look at Piper's Halloween. Kung Fu Challenge. Mean Gene interviews Mr. Fuji, who is breaking bricks. He is ready for Steamboat. Mr. Fuji with Magnificent Morocco versus Ricky Steamboat. Mean Gene interviews Steamboat. They flash back to Fuji and Morocco attacking Steamboat. Steamboat says that tonight, Fuji will fear the dragon. Slow to start. They chop back and forth. Steamboat with the advantage. Fuji coming back. Steamboat reverses a suplex. Steamboat hits a top rope dropkick to win. Morocco comes in and sprays mist in Steamboat's eyes. Then Morocco and Fuji double team Steamboat. Mean Gene and Elizabeth talk about and demonstrate the pumpkin pass. Vince and Jesse are backstage for Halloween contest number three, the pumpkin pass. The faces start. JYD to Tito, Tito to Junior, Junior to Jim, Jim to Albano, but Albano drops it. Somehow that's five. At least that's how Vince calls it. Whatever. Then Jesse joins Gene and we see a new entrant. Super Rod. God, this is hilarious. Roddy in a Superman suit with an R instead of an S, of course. The heels cheat by using their hands. Bunny to Volkoff. Volkoff to Sheik. Sheik to Elizabeth. And Elizabeth to Roddy fails as Savage has a royal fit. Piper blames Liz for dropping the pumpkins. Vince, Jesse, and Mean Gene talk about everything that has happened that night and that on the next Saturday night's main event, Jesse and Piper want the hillbillies before signing off from Hershey. Hey, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice. There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at cupofjoewrestlingshow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.